emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. What's up, family? What's up, family? What's up, family? That's right. It's your boy, Mike Nimmons, and you're tuned in to the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're so happy that you have tuned in, and I hope that you'll be be with us for the entire show. Man, we got a great show in store for you, the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know you're all getting ready for Thanksgiving in just a day or so, getting ready for all of that great food that we're going to be eating, uh, turkey, uh, chicken, baked chicken, fried chicken, uh, barbecue chicken, ribs, uh, ham, Woo, man, uh, uh, some some having dressing and macaroni and cheese and greens and you know all the with all the fixes oh my god and then you got all the desserts you know apple cobbler apple pie peach cobbler cheesecake uh, pound cake ice cream man whoo I'm getting hungry just. Ah, uh, just, <laughs> just thinking about all the great things we got in store, man. So I know you're all excited. I am too about Thanksgiving just coming up in just a day or so. But we thank you for taking a few minutes to tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Again, we got a great show in store for you. And I know you enjoyed that shout out we just got from my from uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson. Uh, man, I just appreciate him so much for doing that. I recently attended a lecture he gave at Wayne State University on last week where he talked about. Uh, his reflections on race in America and I had opportunity to talk to him afterwards and I was just so impressed with uh, how knowledgeable and articulate he was but also how humble and personable he was as well and I truly truly appreciate him uh, giving us that shout out on the Thinking Out Loud radio show man I really appreciate that and I wanted to share that with you as well we've got some more things we're going to share with you uh, from that exchange we had with Dr. Dyson on tomorrow. So if you follow us on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, or on Instagram, then you're gonna get you're gonna be the first ones to uh, see what we're talking about. We're gonna be releasing some of that footage on tomorrow. So uh, look forward to that. And also, I want to let you know that Dr. Dyson has a new book coming out very soon. It's called "What the Truth Looks Like" and uh, I believe you can go on Amazon right now and pre-order it. It's supposed to be coming out uh, in just a few weeks, I believe. So go there, and I believe, um, guarantee you, rather, if this book is 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 as good as uh, his other books, including uh, the Black Presidency, Tears uh, that we uh, Tears that uh, that 
that we have shared a sermon of white America man those, those two books are awesome you got to get those books in your library and I just wanted to give him a plug as well uh, he's one of my favorite authors so um, do yourself a favor go to Amazon now and pre-order what the truth looks like and get some of his other books as well he is definitely a very knowledgeable um, a man and one that um uh, one of the uh, great African American thinkers uh, in our society and I, I thank him so much for uh, giving us that shout out on the Thinking Out Loud radio show and speaking of books that are getting ready to come out uh, we have a book coming out very soon entitled Vision that's right uh, it's be coming out in uh, hopefully by the holidays the Christmas holidays we hope to have it available by then and uh, it's going to be a great book I guarantee it uh, please, please purchase the book when it becomes available. We're going to definitely let you know when that happens. So stay tuned for Vision. It should be available in just a couple weeks. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be sharing with you a recent interview we had with a CEO of Forgotten Harvest, my good friend, Kirk Mays. You don't want to miss this inspirational story about how God has ordered his steps all the way from birth to this position of influence in the community. And I thought this interview was so apropos, given the, our proximity to Thanksgiving and the start of the holiday season. Uh, Forgotten Harvest uh, is a great organization aligned with the purpose of eliminating uh, waste and hunger. Uh, it's a great place to volunteer to continue to help the people of this community and this state with the problem of hunger. So uh, you don't want to miss this interview and it's coming up very shortly. In the second half of uh, this Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be discussing the question of the week. What are the three things that you are most thankful for? And if you're like me, you got a long list of things that, that you're thankful for. And I know it's probably hard just narrowing them down to just three things. But uh, we did that and uh, we're just happy uh, to uh, share some of those things with you on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show we also have uh, some some uh, answers or responses from uh, those who are uh, on our who posted on our Facebook pages uh, as well we will be sharing them with you during our listener segment of the thinking out loud radio show uh, and also you don't want to miss our uh, special Thanksgiving thought of the week you've got to stick around you got to listen to the entire show uh, because we've got a Again, a great show for you. And our thought of the week is always at the end of the show. And it's there to kind of help you uh, make it through the rest of the week. And we've got another great thought of the week for you on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Remember to follow all of our social media accounts. On Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Also, stop by our personal ministry website, www.michaelnemis.org, and see what we have going on there as well. You can buy our current book, Who Told You That You Were Naked. Also, find out when our new book is coming out as well. We've got a blog there. We've got photographs and a lot of other great things there uh, for you as well. Remember the website is www.michaelnimmons.org Remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Uh, be sure to uh, share those posts with relatives, friends, and coworkers, and let them know what's going on on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. In this week's current events segment of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we have several more names to add to the growing list of those being accused of sexual harassment. Russell Simmons, Brett Ratner, Charlie Rose, and now Congressman John Conyers. That's right. Uh, Russell Simmons, music mogul. Brett Ratner, filmmaker. Charlie Rose, journalist and media personality. And of course, 
Congressman John Conyers, the longest serving uh, congressman in the U.S. House of Representatives and also serving as the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. So, uh, you know, these are these Charlie Rose and uh, Congressman Conyers are. Uh, the most recent of the four that have come out. All of these men have been accused by multiple women of sexual assault and harassment. And as you can see, this is an ever-growing problem in the workplace around the country. And we have some of the most powerful and influential men that have to grapple with their own sexual deviancy. What is interesting to me, it seems, is that the revelation of, of one causes a domino effect to take place. And yes, I understand the nature of uh, sexual assault and harassment and how embarrassing and uh, humiliating it is and even condescending uh, and it just you know but but in my mind why has it take why does it take so long for uh, these men's accusers to come uh, to the for forefront and tell their story and um, you know I just I wonder about that. I wonder why uh, when it happens, they don't go directly to the police and and uh, and, you know, as a way to bring uh, these men to justice. So it's just really interesting. And although there hasn't been an outright denial of any of the allegations by any of the men accused, what some have said in their defense was the sexual contact was consensual and it wasn't forced as their accusers claim. Uh, so now it's up for debate. Uh, but the best place I think for this debate to take place is not in the court of public opinion uh, but it is best for this debate to take place in the court of law and I hope if nothing else these news stories reveal what has always been a problem and unfortunately for many women looking to be treated equally in the workplace and this problem of sexual harassment at its core continues to challenge, uh, challenge a woman's right to equality in the workplace. And we're going to continue following these and other related stories. In other news, LeVar Ball, the father of LiAngelo Ball, refuses to thank President Donald Trump for being for helping his son uh, get the charges dropped and against uh, against his son for shoplifting in China. If you recall on last week, we talked about LeVar Ball and his sons during our question of the week. And what were your thoughts on uh, LeVar Ball as a parent and as a father? And here we can clearly see where some of their childish traits come from. C come from. Come on, LeVar. Uh, it's time to say thank you. There is such a thing as a basic human decency which calls for people to have gratitude and show gratitude to one another especially during a season like this thanksgiving where the word of uh, the first word of thanksgiving is thanks uh, to, to Leangelo's credit, he has said thank you to President Trump, but his father, LeVar, continues to be noncommittal when it comes to just simply saying thank you. And you probably won't ever, 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 ever hear me, <laughs> hear me say these words again on this radio show, but LeVar Ball is wrong and President Trump is right. Mm. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. I mean, regardless of whether you like the man or not, the decent thing to do is to say thank you. Hmm. Well, hopefully, hopefully he will he'll get the message and uh, and and uh, and tell the president thank you. And finally, we have reached an important milestone as a radio show this week, one that we are extremely proud of. Our first Thinking Out Loud radio show aired on Tuesday, July 26th at 8 p.m. And today, 17 episodes later, we now have over a thousand listens for our show. According to Blog Talk Radio, the all-time listens metric sums up all of the listens it has ever captured while on the Blog Talk platform. So, it this brings us me uh, brings me to one of the first 
first things I'm thankful for to you, the listener, for listening to our show, telling someone else about our show, sharing the posts about the show on your social media accounts. It's greatly appreciated. We truly, truly, truly appreciate you and love you to life. And thank you for helping us reach this accomplishment together. Thank you. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with my good friend and CEO of Forgotten Harvest, Kurt Mays. Stay tuned. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. All right, family, we are back on another very inspirational spotlight uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I am so excited to introduce a very important person and very inspirational person indeed. And I'm so happy to be able to call him a friend. I want to welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, VIP or very inspirational spotlight, the CEO of Forgotten Harvest, Kirk Mays. Let's give him a big Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. And uh, I appreciate that. You're too kind and happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you, man. I truly appreciate it. I know you are a very busy, uh, busy man, so I don't want to take up a lot of your time. But again, I'm so happy to uh, be talking to you on today on this uh, Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And so um, we just got a few questions for you in this uh, very inspirational spotlight. That's what we call these uh, segments. Um, and this is what we call, again, our very inspirational spotlight. And um, we always like to know what influential people, uh, childhoods were like. And um, because that's an important uh important component uh in in understanding uh about a person's life and so we all know that success just doesn't happen overnight so kurt tell us what you remember most about uh growing up uh well you know uh 
Growing up for me, really the biggest thing I could I could think of is just you know my family and my my mother and and the, the stability of the home environment. We didn't have you know everything on I guess the checklist that everybody you know people might put up for the perfect home, but you know we had what we needed. And um, I remember my mother's love, her hard work and um, her determination to make sure I had a good education so I could make a life for myself. And that really was the driving force um, behind everything that, um, you know, she pushed me to be and um, eventually uh, what what really still pushes me today um, to be everything I can be. Wow. Awesome. So, you know, we, we go back quite a ways, back to our Michigan State University days, go Spartans. Um, so, so tell us when you started out at Michigan State as a freshman. Um, what were you know? What was on your mind career-wise uh, as a student? You know, what kinds of things were you thinking about uh, when you started out at Michigan State University? Did you did you see this? Uh, did you see this this life for yourself when you started out at Michigan State? Oh man, that's a great question, Mike. You know, um, no, I didn't see this life for myself. But um, I, in my spirit, I knew that I was, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, at the beginning of my freshman year, you know, and, and that all of that anticipation of not only the college experience, but understanding this was going to prepare you for something else. I already knew that I wanted to be in some way um, a part of some kind of uh, major business at that point. I didn't know how or where or even, you know, I didn't even know if I understood the sectors and all of that. Um, but as things in my life became more important to me and I became, you know, mature and started to realize I guess what's important to me um, and, and what was going on at the time when I was coming home, uh, it really kind of led me to this, uh, this process to, to, to do what I'm doing now. But when I started at Michigan State, I, um, I, I was thinking about being an engineer and uh, working for an auto company and uh, designing cars or something, honestly, mm. um, as, as, a, as the plan. Right. But right, in my right. spirit, I knew that, you know, I was supposed to be like in business somehow, mm. some way. And if, if the career path that everybody wanted me to pick um, didn't work out, then I knew that a businessman was inside of me somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was the actual all the physical distractions, you know, all these new people, places, freedom and all of that, mm-hmm. which you know, really made it a ball of experience, one ball of wax that, that made it an experience that I think is worth um, trying for everybody. Even if it's, you don't think it's for you, try and see before you make that assumption. Right. So when when did the, when did did it really catch on for you? You know that you, you, you said that, you know, you always felt in your mind that there was, uh, a business uh, man inside of you there there that you were um, destined for something uh, greater than what you even thought uh, or could imagine so when did the light bulb come on uh, was it in college was it after you graduated uh, got out into the business world when did that when did it happen for you really I guess it I mean like this this particular path, I, it's fair to say it was nurtured through all my life experience up to the mm. point like after college though. And, mm. and that was like, you know, I was in a zone where I really have no more regiments to follow that anybody else may, was making me do, you know, going through private school my whole life, pretty much at different stages and then going through college. I mean, yeah, this was something that I was, of course, into and willing to be a part of, and I understood the value of it for me, but I also grew up in a very disciplined home that, you know, this wasn't much of a choice. So mm. to have uh, completed it all and to have this kind of sense of, all right, I did everything everybody wanted to, for me to do now. Uh-huh, what would I want to do? Mm. And I really got a chance to get in this space after school um, and ask myself this question, you know, what would I do 
if um, all of the things that I could imagine that I, I, I yearn for, my ambitions were com- a complete tomorrow. Like if all the cars I wanted to drive, all the places I wanted to go, all the carnal things I could think of were accomplished. And the next day, all I had was a list of things I had done and a bank account full of money. What would I just get up and do because it filled my spirit? And mm. um, I asked that question at the beginning of my journey, thankfully. Um, and, it, and it really was because I felt like I needed to make the right choice and right steps because I knew at that point that I had my son on his way. And wow. it was an unexpected situation for me, but it wasn't something that I could toy with just because it was unexpected. So I got to a very contemplative place about what I was going to do with my life, and that question was what, like, the guiding post. It was the beginning guiding star for me. And the answer to it was, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, at my funeral, I would like to be remembered for leaving a legacy on this planet and if it was going to be between a number and a bank account and impact on people's lives, it became very clear to me which one would be um, the most fruitful path for one life that I had. And which was the one that I was going to have this child that was coming see me live. And that's where Mm. I started. So um, there was a few things that happened to help, you know, really galvanize that. There was a group of people I was around and some friends at that time that we, you know, we began that journey together. And um, all in all, I think it was beneficial for all of us. But, you know, it took me to where I am today. Um, my son is 16 now. He's with me, and he's seen this whole thing happen. Uh, he's mm. seen me from knocking on doors, trying to get people to, to, to follow me to go, you know, basically join a block club and do something in the neighborhood to, you know, you know, humbly the CEO of Forgotten Harvest, you know, one of the the state's largest and most, um, you know, impactful organizations. So it's been a, a heck of a ride, and all I can say is um, it started with a centered commitment and a focused outlook of my life with God at the center of it, really, um, asking mm-hmm. him what would, what would be my highest, you know, purpose, um, for you and, um, serving his creation and serving his people was what came out of that for me and helping people become the best, the fullest of their potential, the fullest of their potential. And then that was a path that kind of got created for me to create, you know, like village gardeners and to try and create some kind of structure for educational, social, and economic development. And my learning process taught me a lot about learning about how the nonprofit world works, how nonprofit organizations work, about leadership, and I got a chance to do some things that help some folks, and um, luckily I'm able to put some of that experience into what I'm doing now. Man, that is an amazing story, and, and again, I, um, I'm just um, uh, humbled by it, and, and really, in all of it, I really appreciate you being with us on today, and you said a lot in that uh, in your last statement there, and what I really got out of it was um, when you look when you when you after you left college, you you asked yourself, you know, what what do I do, do I want to do what I want to do in life, or uh, is it more important for me to do what God would have me to do the person be the person that God wants me to be. Because a lot of people have uh, designs on what success looks like. They have an idea of what uh, they want to be. But uh, I think, you know, if I'm if I'm saying this correctly, uh, you know, you you thought that it's better for me to be the person that God wants me to be than the person that I want to be. Oh, yeah, brother, I'm in the winning. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm into trying to do exactly what, you know, I can do to maximize what um, I'm supposed to be in this world. And I know of, of going to church five, six days a week coming up as a kid, I didn't make, I maybe not have picked up everything, but I picked up right. at least one thing. His way <laughs> is the best way. That was the basic wow. thing that I knew. Right. So when it came down to, all right, I'm in a place where I got to make some of the most critical decisions of the rest of my life because I got somebody who's about to come and depend on me and I ain't ready for it. 
So mm-hmm. before I come up with a plan, let me get down to the nitty-gritty about what I need to do, and I need to lean on the, the, the biggest strength I know. And it humbled me down to a point where it was, it was plain and simple. When there was nothing else to do and nothing else to ask, it was only what you want me to do. How do I follow you? What do I do? And if, if, if the course is to give back to my community, you know, I'm actually with that. I think I can be good mm-hmm. at that. So mm-hmm. it, it was something easy for me naturally to be passionate about, you know. Um, he, honestly, he probably knew, not probably, but obviously he knew what he wanted me to do before I even asked the question. In some reason, in some ways, some days, you know, I I sit back in my own little space and I realize that, you know, he did give me some talents particularly suited for for this. And Mm. at the point, at a time when, you know, I was at this humble place and and, and this place of the most vulnerability of not knowing what to do or where to go without much to be able to use with my own hands or reach out to my own, own hands. And I'm looking to the father and he says, go this path. And I'm like, what do I do in that path? Turns out he was preparing me the whole time. And I didn't really get it. Mm. Mm. So That's how it works. That Yeah, you know, so it's, it, it's, it, it's not as much as a mystery as it seems because we just don't, get, we don't see it. Mm. Um, and the more and more it became clear to me on what, you know, was the right way to go you know, and not make the mistakes that I had seen, you know, others make, I, I decided, yeah, this is the only choice. It wasn't really a choice is what I was trying to say. It, it's, it was the wow. only choice presented. Right. So so tell us, what were some of the positions that you held before um, becoming the CEO of Forgotten Harvest that kind of led you down that path uh, towards the position you hold right now? Um. Um, uh, you know, how, which direction you want me to come from with this? Uh, you know, I'm born in Detroit, but my family's from Jamaica. So, you know, I've had formal and informal sales jobs all in my DNA, right? right. So right. Um, I've sewn everything from cut coat knives. I worked at The Gap. You know, I uh, was a primary guy for a minute. I sold life insurance, health, life and health for quite some time. Actually, if all else failed, I'd be walking in somebody's uh, office right now to sell somebody some life and health if I needed to. Um, right. uh, I've been a school teacher for a number of years, um, uh, in the charter school system in River Rouge, uh, you know, as a substitute and other things, you know, man, I've done a little bit of everything. I've, uh, I've uh, you know, sold, um, entrepreneurial ventures. I've, I've sold, mm-hmm. uh, services like, uh, glass cleaning to, you know, uh, clothing sales. You know, I've done all kinds of stuff, man. Um, I, I When I was 13, I was a caddy. My first job, I was a, a delivery boy for the Detroit News uh, with one of those mm. sacks in a wagon at nine mm-hmm. years old. And actually, after that night, that job at nine, I've always had a job, to tell you the truth. Every summer, I would have a job um, in between school. Um, and the job that I had after the paper route was caddying. And, you know, after that, it was some sales stuff and... Of course, I did the Brightmore Alliance as the executive right. director uh, right, right before uh, I was uh, here, and I actually was at the mayor's office for about six months um, working with the economic development team, and it was, it was just a brief amount of time. Uh, I worked at communities and schools, uh, working with Charlie Anderson um, and running a program, uh, taking people to on, on field trips all over the, this, the state. Um, man, I got, a long, I got a lot of jobs that I've gone through, brother. But as you said, you know, you feel like all of these things that you've done have led you to the position that you have right now. And, and, and that was really God's plan for your life. Yeah, I've been, it's, it's easy for me to serve because it seems like I've been serving every day, every, my whole life. Everything has been service. Right. You know, so right. um, to be able to say, you know, work hard, put your head down. And um, do what the right thing is for people. I mean, hey, that's all I've done anyway. And, you know, if if that's what I need to do with the rest of my life and do it at, for systems and do it to actually help people um, with some of the most enduring needs, 
that they have, then, you know, that's an honor, really. Right. Absolutely. So tell us about Forgotten, Forgotten Harvest and uh, what are some of the things that uh, you've done there and, and are doing uh, with this great organization? Yes. Well, Forgotten Harvest is our community's food rescue organization. We're uh, connected and working with uh, over 200 plus, you know, nonprofits, churches, uh you know, community centers throughout Wayne, Oakland, Macomb County that are working to distribute food um, to those in need um, who, do, who are trying to, you know, make ends meet. We get those donations from local uh, grocery stores, uh, farmers, uh, food producers and manufacturers uh, in the region. And uh, we're working at um, uh, 2500 uh, uh, Greenfield in Oak Park, right across from the old Northland facility, um, and uh, about 35 trucks um, going around six days a week uh, picking up food. Uh, last year we did about 45 million pounds of that food to people mm. in our community. Uh, this was th I've been there for three years. Uh, this was truly a mighty organization when I got a chance to walk in the door. Um, the things that I've been able to do since I've been there have, you know, been really uh, around uh, people management and, and more so morale and making sure that the organization has everything it needs so we can be the best that we can be. Uh, we're looking for um, ways to be smarter. Uh, so we've been using uh, data far more to make decisions. Um, we're engaging our community partners uh, with software that helps us all get a, a better appreciation of the number of people we serve in, with the demographics of people we're serving, so we can make sure we get the right amounts of foods to the places in the community where we're uh, serving, serving the most vulnerable folks. Uh, we're looking forward to our future and, 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 and furthering and deepening some of the changes that help us extend our impact in the community and make sure that um, the food is there at the right time, at the right place um, for the right folks. Wow. And and uh, I, I I can piggyback on what you're saying because I volunteered there a little while ago and I was just amazed at uh, the organization uh, behind the scenes and how things work. Uh, and I just left with a great sense of satisfa satisfaction because of the time that I was able to put in there. And I'm looking forward to coming back and uh, volunteering again when I get a chance. But. Um, if someone is interested in volunteering, how would they go about that? Uh, you can, uh, well, thank you for, for coming by in this service. We couldn't do it with our volunteers, so thank you and thank anybody who has and considered going out and helping us out. Uh, you just go to our website, www.forgottenharvest.org, um, and you can click on the volunteer link. Um, it'll take you to a page where you can select. Uh, one of the volunteer assignments that we have available for folks to get engaged in. Uh, typically, we'll have something where you can do some repacking in the warehouse or you can uh, help us out in the farm, um, out in Fenton. It's a, a really cool all-day experience, really gets you sweaty. Um, mm. And uh, you pick a time slot that is convenient for you and um, uh, fill out some waiver forms and that kind of stuff to make the process easier for you when you come in or you just come in and, and do that stuff. But you want to get a time slot. You want to give us a call or go on the website. And uh, you, you, we want to make sure you have a great experience. Um, so if you can help us out, we really appreciate it. And you guys have it set up where uh, not just individuals can volunteer, but uh, other organizations and even companies and businesses can volunteer as well. Yes. I mean, we... Uh, definitely get a lot of individuals who walk in from the street or folks who just um, have service hours they want to complete and all those kinds of, 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 of situations. Um, oh, we have a lot of, of gratitude for, for that, but we, have also, we also have a lot of gratitude for the corporations. You know, we wouldn't be able to sustain the amount of food that we move, and we wouldn't be able to help the community as much as we, we, we are right now without the help of over 16,000 volunteers a year. And a lot of that is because of the organized efforts uh, from the corporations throughout our region. Um, and we're thankful for all that support. Wow, that's awesome. Well, Kurt, as we get ready to wrap this interview, I have a final question for you. 
um, you know, and this goes uh, in line with the question of the week for uh, this Thanksgiving show. Um, what are some of the things that you are thankful for this holiday season? Man, I'm I'm just thankful for you know my life and 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 living right now. You know, there might be a lot of challenges that we're witnessing in this time period and a lot of things that we see that might be relatively shocking. But, you know, to study the lives of others and to study um, the history of not only our country but also our planet and other cultures in our planet and Africa and all that kind of stuff, you know, you, you, you realize that we're living in a special moment. And um, I'm really thankful to have um, – this chance to live life and have the people around me that I'm living this life with um, right now. I wouldn't trade it in for the world. Man, I truly appreciate it. And I wish you guys a wonderful holiday season, wonderful Thanksgiving. And thank you so much for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you. Happy holidays. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Connect today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Connect, a tax service designed with you in mind. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Renita James, and I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the radio host, Michael Nemeth. I encourage you to tune in on Tuesday evenings from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio or watch us live on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We are back, and I hope you enjoyed our interview with Forgotten Harvest CEO, Kirk Mays. I admire his humility and the tremendous focus he has on his purpose and what he believes to be his God-given purpose, which is to serve others. That is where we should all be during this time and this season of our lives. Our lives should be about the servitude of others. Dr. King said, and it's a quote I love to continue to rehearse, if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with the word of song, if I can show someone he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Ah, what a tremendously powerful quote, and certainly one that we should definitely apply to our everyday lives. 
And this interview is a great segue into our question of the week. What are three things that you're most thankful for? We've gotten a few responses to this question from our Facebook page, and we plan to share some of those with you in our next segment. Those of you who are listening now, watching on our Facebook fan page, you can get your answers ready to share as well. The call-in number is 646-787-1615. is the phone number. Or, if you want to post your comments on our Facebook fan page, you can do that as well. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our question of the week, and we'll share with you some of the things that we're thankful for as well on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. This is the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. It's their birthday, and need a great present for that special someone? Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Well, we're back in as promised. We're going to get into our question of the week. What are three things that you are most thankful and grateful for? And it doesn't necessarily have to be limited to three. I know if you're like me, you got a long list of things that you're thankful for. And it's probably hard just to limit it to just three. But for our purposes, we just ask for three things that uh, you are most thankful for. And uh, I I, want to share with you some of the ones that we've gotten from some of our listeners so far. Alicia Brown tells us uh, the first thing she's thankful for is God's grace and mercy. Definitely three, uh, definitely two things that uh, we are uh, certainly thankful for. She's also thankful for good health. And uh, I've heard someone say that nowadays uh, uh, the new wealth is good health. Health is the new wealth. Uh, you know, especially nowadays when people are getting sick and all kinds of diseases and things of that nature are plaguing our society. When you have good health, you don't, you shouldn't take Take that for granted, and certainly uh, we are we concur with Alicia uh, in indicating that good health is one thing that she is thankful for, and for family and friends, and certainly we uh, concur with that as well. It's always good to have uh, family and friends that are uh, in your corner. Renita James says she's thankful for family. She's thankful for health. Uh, And she's thankful for God's grace. Uh, Looks like Alicia and Renita both were looking on each other's paper when they um, 
turn their answer in for the question of the week. <laughs> oh, and Rebecca Fleming also said she's appreciative of God's love for her. And we truly cannot take God's love for granted. It is certainly uh, one that we uh, one thing that we're always thankful for. Uh, she's thankful for the family that supports her. And she's thankful for a mind, a good mind and good life that God has given her. And I know you all can concur that it's always good to have your right mind and, and be thankful for the life that God has given you as well. Um, I concur with everything that we uh, all the answers that we have gotten uh, so far uh, from those who responded to our question of the week. And personally, I am thankful to God for my family, my wife and my three beautiful children. Uh, I'm also thankful for my extended family, my father and my mother who are always there supporting us and pushing us to, uh, to see and to chase our dreams. Uh, I'm thankful for my sister uh, who is determined and courageous and strong and have such she she has um uh I, i'm just uh proud of her and i i have such a, a strong support system not just uh on my on my side of the family but even on my wife's side of the family as well i'm appreciative of my father and my mother-in-law uh darnell and beverly and, and georgia there and their family there. I'm thankful for them. I know they're probably listening. And I thank you for listening to uh, the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We appreciate you and love you guys to life. Uh, thankful uh, for the position that God has put us in to fulfill our purpose and to feel fulfill what I believe my purpose is in life and is to be an inspiration motivation to others I want my life to inspire someone else to do great things I want people to be able to look at us and say you know I want to do what he's doing I want to I, I want to strive to be the best me that I can be and that should be something that we're all looking to do and so uh, those are some of the things that I I am thankful for. We appreciate those of you who have given us uh, your answers to this week's question of the week. And when we come back from our last break, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Uh, stay tuned. Stay close. Don't go anywhere. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Purchase our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, from our website, michaelnimmons.org. Don't delay, do it today. Also available on Amazon. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Task Connect, a tax service designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Quiet and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. 
Thought of the week comes from an experience I had this past Sunday to minister at the Detroit Reentry Prison Facility. We went there with a few members of the Greater Grace Temple Prison Ministry to share the word of God with those inmates that were there and those who had an ear to hear what thus saith the Lord. And we delivered a powerful message entitled A Strange Praise in a Strange Land, taken from Psalms 137, 1 through 4, and Psalms 34, 1 through 4. And the Lord met us there in a mighty way, I'm telling you. I, it was so refreshing to see uh, these men these young men hungry to hear the word of God and one young man came up to me whose name was Caleb and he wanted to tell me how inspired he was by our message and how he wasn't going to be defined by where he was right now he said that he was going to enroll into college once he was released released in a few months and he was going to play college football I told him to stay focused and determined and that if he did that anything was possible and uh, it, it was much aligned with uh, it essentially aligned with the message that we ministered on this past Sunday as well because um, the interlocutor in Psalms 136 1 through 4 that wrote the, uh, the, 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 the chapter there wanted our sympathy. He wanted our pity. He was soliciting our pity because the children of Israel have fallen into Babylonian captivity and they refused to praise God or even sing his praises because in his words he asked the question, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And I believe implicit within that question was his own, his own words was that uh, his, he believed that God wasn't able to deliver them from Babylonian captivity. But I'm glad that King David rebutted uh, this in Psalms 34 and verse 1 when he said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. This scripture here, uh, implicit within this scripture, is a word that this young man Caleb seems to know very well, and that is hope. Because one thing's for sure, as long as you're breathing, you got hope. God's worthiness of the praise at all times is directly tied to our willingness to praise him at all times. Because guess what? He's worthy of the praise at all times. And in all of this lies our hope for deliverance, our hope for salvation, our hope for a blessing from God. I hope and pray that this thought of the week blessed you as much as it blessed me. I want to thank Kurt May, CEO of Forgotten Harvest, for being on the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I truly appreciate him and love him to life. Thank you, man. Remember, if you want to volunteer with Forgotten Harvest, just go to www.forgottenharvest.org and sign up today to be a blessing to someone else. And thank you for listening to this Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I, again, want to not only thank you for just listening to this edition, but also to every other episode as well. We Look what we accomplished together. Thank you so much for getting us to this milestone moment in our internet radio show. We truly appreciate it. And again, if you like the show, tell someone about us and share our radio show posts on all of your social media. Well, again, we appreciate you tuning in to this edition, this special Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be back next week, same time, same station with another Power Pack show just for you. And always remember, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you'll be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got 
to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nemens for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at The TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.